Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Brian and Rod. Brian, look into the camera. Be great. Let everyone know you're here. Thanks. Anyways, uh, thanks everyone for joining us. It's when it's Thursday here with our live show, live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Are uh, giving out free picks. But uh, yeah, got NFL preseason football and uh, Major League Baseball going on today. So. 13 games, Major League Baseball, and two NFL preseason football. It's official NFL week one preseason. And baseball, we got the Field of Dreams game today in Iowa from the cornfield. I expect to see a lot of balls in the corn with Andrew Heaney pitching. That's for damn sure. Anyways, that is going to be something. Rod looks frozen. Nope, unfrozen, frozen. Sure. Anyways, get to it. But uh, yeah, it should frozen? be. Uh, that's frozen. Unfrozen, frozen, unfrozen. I've seen a lot of the pictures and the uh, film footage from Iowa. Uh, it looks totally cool. I mean, not something I would normally be excited about, and uh, but I just think it, it's just totally cool. It just looks really cool. I like the way, uh, you know, in the movie, they had just, it was just open into the cornfield. But here it is, an actual fence in front of the corn. So, I, but I expect to see plenty of balls in the corn. Plenty. Deeny pitching. It's, the White Sox sat all those starters yesterday and moved Lance Lynn out of the starting spot to specifically load up for this game. And, uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's. Baseball and football have tried, you know, different things, playing games in different countries, you know, lo- those the NFL London games, right? And then there's, uh, you know, the NHL games where they play in the football stadiums and, uh, you know, Fenway Park, they've played a game and, you know, they've done all sorts of stuff like that. But um, it it's the equivalent, I think, of like if the NHL did a pond hockey game, you know, which is what they should do. Yeah, we haven't done one of those yet because it was it hasn't been cold enough. Unless they want to, they can put it in some places. But there's a pond; it'd be up north. But whoever, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a square but fest. It's, cool. it's been a square cool. fest, not just yesterday. It's been a square fest month. Like I think the last week, what they say, like eighty five percent of the favorites have hit. It's like eight over eighty yeah. percent of the favorites in the last week have hit. Which means I'm misery for me. It's just that's the way it is though every year this time of year. Usually. No, it's just this. This is ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. Every every August is square. Ridiculous, man. It's like I love it that all the squares are out pounding their chest too, talking about their great runs, and you see the ticket. It's just all favorites and overs, right? It's like oh my oh. god. It's like please, you know. Don't worry, man. NFL right around the corner. We know that's when the squares take it up the keister, right? Because uh, when the, the Vegas is just like, yeah, we'll let them take, we'll let them uh, build their confidence up uh, at different times. We also know there's usually a, a square weekend in the NFL where a lot of the favorites come in. Um, it happens in the NFL, but it's rare. <laughs> it's super rare. It's more the NFL, I think. In the NBA, both of them 
more sports where the favorite wins the game and doesn't cover than any other sports. Yeah. Big time. Big time. And that's when the squares get, get crushed, right? They get crushed. And also, you know, it takes his one upset knockout, that big card. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, is, uh, it is getting to be that time. I can feel it. You know, it's getting light a little later here. It's not getting dark earlier, but it's getting light a little later. And, uh, yeah, we got uh, two games tonight. We got the New England Patriots hosting the Washington football team, the Eskimos, up against. And then we got the Steelers second time out now against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. So with a th- three-game preseason, there's always these games like where the regional teams play each other. Like the Bucks always play the Dolphins in preseason. The uh, Jets always play the Giants in preseason. The Eagles always play the Steelers in preseason. Uh, you know, it's like every year there are these preseason games, but um, usually they're not for the first game out of the gate. You know, normally they're the third or fourth game, but with th- just three preseason games this year, logistics a little different. Um, yeah, the Reds didn't just have two outs. They also had two strikes on the guy when they gave up that home run. Two strikes and two outs. Ridiculous. Oh, well. That's baseball. And how about, I mean, how about the Indians? I mean, I haven't seen a game this year where they put Shaw in and held a lead, whether I've been on them or on the other side. I haven't seen one game this year that they put that guy in and held a lead. It's like, how is he on the team? You know, terrible. I mean, the first pitch, the second, well, the first pitch they, they hit, and then the second battery faced. Guy hit the longest foul ball I think I've ever seen in history, man. The thing went like 6,000 miles. And then the Indians regained the lead even after Shaw blows it. And then the next pitch, Elvis Andrus, bomb. 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 Oh, well. Like I said, man, I'm, it's, it's only fitting. It's like I'm having my worst baseball season ever. It's, and it's, now we're in Square Fest, so it's like it's not going to help me. And I don't, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, to those of you that are winning money, betting all these favorites, congratulations. You're going to need it during football and college football. And uh, Brian Bittler and I will actually be getting along for a few months. You know, it's when it generally seems to happen, right? Maybe. <laughs> I think we generally do. I think you, you have some dumbass picks, but it's like, um, you know, outside of that. Brian, like, well, I am, lead, I am leaning the Miami Hurricanes in, the first, in week zero, so maybe that is. Week one, they play week one. They don't play week, week one. zero. I don't know. It was a week zero. No, no week zero is only. There's only four games. Week zero. Oh, that's was, right. I have a different game. I think Fresno State's the one. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. Well, anyways, let's look at these games. We got the so we got the Patriots and the Washington football team going out of here. Washington, uh, you know, going with Fitzpatrick as their quarterback this year, and then on the other side of it, the Patriots. Seven and nine. Both these teams seven and nine last year. And both these coaches are traditional winners in the preseason. Makes this game, I think, the tougher of the two games, you know. And then we've got the Steelers and the Eagles, um, which is the regional rivalry game. But, um, you know, what do you guys see here? 
Brian. I think, you know, we saw an under crazy, you know, last week's game was like not even, I mean, what didn't even get, you know, didn't not even a thread of an over. Um, <laughs> I mean, not even a whiff. <laughs> yeah, for me and the Eagles Steelers game, I'm going to go under the total. I think you're, you're going to see a, a lot of running the football. Eagles have a positional competition for backup running back. I think you're going to see Elijah Howard, uh, Elijah Holyfield out of Georgia, Jordan Howard and carry on Johnson. all get a lot of carries. Tonight. I think the Steelers are trying to refocus and become more of a running team. So I think you're going to see them run the ball. So I like the under, under uh, 35. A little uh, different type of um, running backs there, right? You know, those guys all kind of different styles. Carry on Johnson, kind of a sturdier type back. Right? And then Boston Scott also. Boston here. Scott is more like a uh, you know third down slasher, and then you have uh, you know uh, Holyfield who's small, but you know he played at Georgia, so you know he could run. Right? I mean, George. I don't think Georgia's ever had a bad running back. It's like Boston Scott's kind of like Sproles, not as not as explosive. Yeah, I think you know. I think when you look at 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 this game, I think I think I agree with you there. I got to go with the under too. I just think that we saw that Steelers defense last week, but one thing that we also saw from the Steelers last week was a lot of drop passes, you know. And I think they catch a lot of those balls this week. And also, Mason Rudolph isn't playing, right? Is, is that still the case? That Mason Rudolph's not going to play. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Really so so without Mason Rudolph, the Steelers are going to be a lot more effective. Right? I think you're going to see Haskins get a lot of snaps. He, yeah. He's miles ahead of Mason Rudolph, right? I mean, oh, yeah, not even I mean, close. Mason Rudolph's terrible. I mean, he is just <clears throat> god-awful. Um, you know, I thought Joshua Dobbs really looked the best of the, of the pick of the litter last week of the Steelers quarterbacks. I thought, man, he came in, he marched him right down the field. I know it was against the, you know, the third string or whatever, but he was easily the most effective of those quarterbacks last week. It wasn't even, you know, close. I expect him to be the second string for the Steelers. But um, then we have... Uh, so, what, Rob, what are you thinking on that one? Uh, for me, I, I, I agree exactly. I'm thinking the under. Because uh, the Eagles, their offensive line is uh, healthy this year. Um, so, I think... And their biggest spot of where they have to uh, figure out who's going to run the ball is running the ball. So, uh, I think the Eagles are going to do a lot of running in this game. Um, to figure out who their uh, running back's going to be, who's going to jump out ahead and take the take the take the ball. So, uh, love the under in that one. And I'm actually going to take the Eagles. I think their offensive line um, does a solid job, and uh, they control the clock. Eagles get the win. Got the uh, Patriots against the Washington Football Team. Another interesting one here because. These are two coaches that generally are very good preseason coaches. Uh, Ron Rivera, super rah-rah guy. He's not like as much as – I always say Clappy is the number one, right? And then behind Clappy is probably Ron Rivera. Let's see Clappy. Who does, the, who does, who does Seattle play? I'll play somebody. I haven't done the video for it. So. I'll play on Saturday. Saturday. They play like in that late Saturday spot. Yeah, I didn't get to Saturday yet. Yeah. Too far ahead. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see Clappy for sure um, in that one. We know, you know, 
no one claps more than Clappy. Uh, <laughs> Preseason, regular season. He's yeah, clap. He'll yeah. be like practicing his clapping. He's got the different yeah. things. Like, clap, you'll be at it, man. So, uh, anyways, you know, this Washington football team, I think, is one of the more intriguing teams this season. When you look at them, they were horrible last year offensively. Just absolutely terrible. And they made the playoffs. Of course, they played. They play in the worst division in football. They made the playoffs. They had, these teams had the same record. But the Washington football team was, was a playoff team. But when you look at the offense, they were one of the worst. They were the third worst offense in the NFL. So if you can make the playoffs, right, with the third worst offense in the NFL, that's like Baltimore Ravens, Ray Lewis stuff the year they beat the Giants in the Super Bowl. That's what that is. And I know it was a 7-9. and nine. I understand that. But this team averaged 20.9 points per game. That's pathetic. That's like when you look at the top defenses in the NFL, that's what they allowed. The 20.9 is second by first, 30th, 29th, 27th. So 26th ranked offense in the NFL scoring-wise. 29th ranked in total offense. And then when you look at the defense, though, for Washington, second in yards allowed per game. And this is a team, right? And the, to me, the, the most amazing part of this is for Washington, when you look at just, I mean, what an outlier stat this is, okay? They allowed 20.6 points per game. Okay? That was the fourth best in the NFL. How many drives from that pathetic-ass offense did they leave their defense and hang them out to dry where the other team was starting inside their 50? And I think that's what you look at when you look at, like, the great teams, you know, like, throughout history. Like, my great Miami teams, right, that I love and talk about all the time, right? Those teams and, you know, and even these Alabama teams, right, that, that have been rolling whatever. How many, I mean, all the points they score and all that stuff, how many of those drives start inside the 50, you know? A lot of them. They're always playing on a short field because their defense just sacking them, pushing them back penalties to hold the guys from not getting sacked right so it's like they're always pushing the other team back in the corner starting it back in the 50 and when you have a quarterback like you know like the Redskins had last year and by the time they got to the playoffs who was the guy that played he was like a uh, um what did he what was he it was like not a UPS driver but it was something of that nature right the guy yeah, who it was wasn't a bum he actually played pretty well in that game but that is something that if you have a defense that's that good. Henneke. Henneke. You're on to something. You're on to something. Because in this, in this day and age in the NFL, offense seems to be something that's easily fixed. Because the rules, are built, the rules are built for offense. But this Chase Young, and I'm not an Ohio State guy at all, right? This is this guy could be the best player in the entire NFL. He might be the best player, top to bottom, in the entire NFL. Kind of like how Ray Lewis was in Baltimore when they won that Super Bowl against the Giants. He was the best player in the NFL. 
sideline to sideline, you know, 18 tackles game. His team, they didn't score a touchdown. Remember that? The Ravens didn't score a touchdown for seven weeks, won the Super Bowl. It's like, that's sick. (laughs) That's defense, man. And I think Washington with Rivera coaching, it's like they kind of have that. I think he is better than Aaron Donald. I think he is better. Aaron Donald has a, had a lot of help when they went to the Super Bowl that year against uh, the Patriots that they lost. Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald's a great player. He's great. He plays a different position, right? And he's a great player, and he makes everyone around him better. But he's played with a lot more and has had an offense that doesn't hang him out to dry on a consistent basis. And a matter of fact, their offense hung him out to dry just enough they had the number one overall pick. They had a quarterback. They traded his ass away. It's like, that's how you run an organization, man. It's like Jared Goff. It's like, we never knew he wasn't the answer when they drafted him. And it's like, they fig- it took them a little time to figure this out themselves. That's it. I'm not going to hang my defense out to dry, man. If I'm a defensive coordinator, that's like Buddy Buddy Ryan, you know. Can you imagine, like, having to work with that guy? I mean, people think I'm tough, right? It's like, imagine, like, trying to work with Buddy Ryan, if you're, like, hanging him out to dry in his defense. It's, like, it's a horrible thing as a defensive coordinator because you're judged on these things, like points scored against you and this, whatever. It's, like, when you have an offense that's hanging you out to dry. It's, like, I mean, how many times can you can you give the other team the ball at the 20-yard line and expect them not to get into the end zone? I mean, how many times? I mean, you see it in, in, in games, right? I mean, we're getting into NFL. We're going to start seeing this again, ineptitude. We're going to watch some Detroit Lions games together. You know, we're going to come on at halftime. We're going to watch the Lions. David Blau has a, they have a roster spot for David Blau. That's how bad that team is. You got a roster spot for David Blau? You stink. You know I'll be taking the Lions. Of course. You got a roster spot for Danucci? I got, I got news for you. Just cross the playoffs off your off your schedule. Just cross it off right now. You got room on your roster for a guy like that? Just cross the playoffs off the schedule. It's not going to happen. And the Eagles have a guy like this too. They they got the they got the guy from the Steelers, Hodges. Hodges. Yeah, not going to be any. They always, they always grab a guy that's yeah. like that though. They always like, got one of those guys there. They just it just must be mandatory for the Eagles that they must take one of those guys. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it. You know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm really super impressed. I, I've been, you know, I, I live the game. You know, I grew up in the stands, you know, watching games. This is why I do what I do. This is why I love sports. We didn't have any other sports where I grew up, Miami, at the time. We didn't have a professional baseball team when I grew up there. We did not have a professional basketball team. We did not have a professional hockey team. And we didn't have cable TV. What we had was high school football, college football, NFL football. That's all we had. And you guys know how much of a nut over the top sports I am. So that's what I grew up on. And so this is, you know, this is where I live. So like all these little things. And I grew up, you know, for us, it was always about the defense. Always about. I made these guys watch after the show. You guys don't get to see this stuff. I made these guys watch a Miami highlight reel, reel film of hits against Florida State. And you could almost feel the stadium shaking through the computer with every hit, you know, the, the crowd going just crazy. You know, I grew up in the defense first, you know, 
city. We were a defense for a city. The no-name defense, you know? It's like, in the Hurricanes, we had the cemetery, you know? Put the opponent gravestones. <laughs> yeah, I think Washington's going to be much improved this season. I think Washington's going to be tough hombre, man. Fitz, Matt, Fitzpatrick, he's the guy that can go in there and limit the turnovers and drive. Yeah. He, can get, he can get some points. I think that's the whole thing with Washington here is that they, when you have a good defense, you don't need to do much. They were only minus four in turnover differential, and that's why they made the playoffs. You know, the Eagles, who they were competing with for that spot, were minus 10 in turnover differential, and that's why they're in and the Eagles aren't. I just couldn't believe they're paying you plus money for the Washington to win the East because I don't know. I don't see the Cowboys or the Eagles or the Giants competing with them. But when we get to tonight's game, right? When we get to to tonight's game um, and we look at the Pats, Bill Belichick, always a good preseason coach too. Surprisingly, right? Surprisingly, a a, a winning preseason coach because most of the coaching legend Hall of Fame guys were not preseason guys. Tom Landry and Chuck Noll and Don Shula, you know. We're not preseason guys. But Bill Belichick is a preseason guy. Three and one traditionally, two and two is a, is a you know, a lot of those. Brian, what do you think here, man? I'm about, I said my piece <laughs> about Washington. I'm this excited, the, about, the I'm excited about the Eskimos. I'm, all, I'm excited about the Eskimos. This is just the slightest of leans to the over. I think both teams had offensive woes last year, and they're going to want to you know, score some points right away in exhibition. So I think this number of, uh, we're just sitting now, 35 and a half to 37. I think it's kind of light. I think you're going to see uh, mid-40s here. So I'm going to go with a small bet on the over. Uh, I'm going to go the other way and take the under. I think uh, the Washington defense, I think, we've we, we, we seen the Patriots. They were they were tough to move the ball and uh, score uh, last season. Um Who's going to come in and do it to this year? We got Cam Newton. I don't trust that guy. I don't trust that guy to run anything, and he's probably going to get the bulk of the snaps. So, because we know that uh, we know Belichick will make him play, so you know he's going to play. Um, I like the under in this one. The Washington defense is is deep, even if they don't play all their starters. But we know Rivera has already said that he's going to play uh, the starters a good bulk of uh, first quarter, probably first half as well. He wants them to get all uh, up to snuff. So I might go with the under. I think I think well, in this one, you want to look for a field goal prop for, the, for Washington. And I almost said it. Two years removed, I still almost said it. I'll be calling the, I'll be calling the Guardians the Indians until like 2025. But if you look at the Patriots and Belichick traditionally, it is a bend-don't-break defense scheme that he runs. And... If you look at like the total yards allowed, 5,660, 353.8 per game, but they only allowed 22.1 points per game. So it's that is bend, but don't break. Because yards allowed, he's middle of the pack, but when you look at points allowed, I, mean, I don't have it already sorted, even though we were just talking about it before, but if you go here, one for a second, third, fourth, fifth, uh, sixth. Sixth in points allowed in the NFL. Middle of the pack in yards allowed. That's Bill Belichick. And that's with a bad defense that he had. He was, he, that was really not his best. Chase Winovich saw significant playing time. But that's either 
I, I like a good motor guy as much as the next guy, but on a normal Bill Belichick defense, that guy's kind of like a situational guy, like the rah-rah guy, you know, that everyone's excited when he comes in, plays, he makes play, you know, type thing. But, you know, he doesn't, he's not like a key player. It's just why they went back and got Kyle Van Noy, who was more like a Belichick steady Eddie, you know, tackler. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for football. Guys, in case you guys can't tell, I love it. No, it's like I, I even NFL football that I don't like nearly as much as college football or high school football. I still, you know, still am excited for it. I watched the whole Hall of Fame game, the whole thing. See, I think I got you motivated to like it. Not really. I just think that I just think that I'm ready for some football. You know. I just think I'm ready for some football. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to apologize for it either. I like the under in this game with Rod. Yeah, I might be able to get talked to the other side. I could be convinced. It was, it's just all in very late. Washington has some good offensive players. It's, it's just a matter of putting it together. Rivera's not... He's not going to ever pay that much attention to his offense. You know, it's just that's the way that it is. It's just the way that he coaches. You know, that's his style. He was that way. You know, he was a defensive player. He was, you know. And we know Fitz will bomb some, so he'll open it up. He was a good player. I mean, he he played on. Definitely open it up. He played on, you know, he played on the best defense in the history of the game. On Rivera, so. I think he carries a lot of that over, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. What are you guys selling tonight? Anything? Well, I'll tell you what. I got my no limit preseason NFL game tonight. Absolutely love this game. So if you want to catch it for free, make sure you subscribe to the VIP show. I'm going to be giving out two preseason winners there. Uh, but if you just want to get singly, like I said, you can get my no limit bet for 30 or my no limit three pack for Forty dollars is two NFL preseason games, and my best bet in the day of baseball. Right. And for me, I got uh, one NFL preseason winner over at the site, or just like Brian says, if you're on, if you uh, subscribe to the VIP, you'll get it there for free. So uh, definitely join up to the VIP. Best deal going. Can't miss out on that. You get all the preseason plays there for free from all of us. So uh, definitely worth uh, jumping aboard that. Or you have my uh, Thursday triple thrashers, which includes my uh, NFL preseason play, plus my total of the week and another MLB play that I absolutely love. So two MLB, one NFL. Big winning day. Bounce back from one and two. Yeah, Steelers, um, people are saying here that, you know, someone asked who's starting for the Steelers, and someone said Rudolph probably, but I believe Rudolph's out for this game. That's what we've been talking about. But I'm not 100% sure, but I think the less he plays, I don't see that he's out, but the less that he plays, the better it is for the Steelers. We know that. I think Dobbs deserves more, way more playing time. I think Rudolph is, I, I think he's gone. I believe Rudolph plays, doesn't say that. I believe he'll. I believe he's not going to make the varsity this year. I think he's on his way out of Pittsburgh. 
Well, they probably could trade him and get nothing. He's terrible. He could be a he's a backup. He stinks. He stinks. You should see some of these other backup quarterbacks. Right. Right. He's better than David Blau or Danucci. I mean, the Lions have some real bums on that. (laughs) He's better than David Blau or Danucci. Speaking of which. Uh, it looks like Cooper Rush is out this week for the Cowboys, so we'll see plenty of Danny Bonaducci over there for uh, Dallas this week. Just throwing it out there. That Rudolph is going to start. Ugh. Second straight preseason start. Ugh. 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 Your boy Mitchell Trubisky should get some time with Buffalo mm-hmm. this week. Yuck. I like the Eagles even better. I like... I like uh, <laughs> I like, uh, they have some other quarterbacks in Buffalo that are more intriguing, like Jacob, like uh, Fromm. Fromm would be interesting to see there. Anyways, let's get to the Major League Baseball card. Is it heaven? No, it's Iowa. Field of Dreams game. Sure, smash that like button. Just like Fonz, hit the thumbs up. So we were talking yesterday about, like, making things more professional around here. You think I should throw on a collared shirt? You think that'll do it? I'd like to see you in the collared shirt. I think I I have my golf shirts I could wear. I also have all my Aloha shirts. I got a ton of Aloha shirts. Throw those on. I got some. I also got, like, those are all real fancy clothes back from, you know, when I go to conferences and stuff. I haven't been in a while, you know, it's. You go to like the party, you know, and you got to dress up. People are like, "Who Joe the hell looked fancy last night?" He was dressed up. At Usher, right? He went to see Usher. Yeah, he went to see the Usher concert. Yeah, concert. He had a new suit on. I was talking to him down. on the drive-through about it. Before the drive-through, we had a good talk before the drive-through. Me and Joe, Big Al, Marty, Tony was like he had to break up the conversation to start the show. He was Tony was got involved <laughs> too. It was we were pretty. Uh, we're all pretty excited about the uh, everything that's going on. You know? Tony always has to do that, though. <laughs> all the all the green room goes nuts. Everybody's all like, boo, 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 but I think I think like I think yeah, Big Allen, I think Big Allen and me have like um, a different view of things than than the rest of everybody else. You know, I think we just know too many people and and know too much of what's going on, and it's kind of like. You know, we have to, we have to, you know, <laughs> to speak our peace. <laughs> I guess you could say, but it's like, I heard some things last night from, you know, that, I mean, make your head spin, you know, just the way other people run their business. I just don't understand the business model, but that's okay. It's not my business and it doesn't matter because we got our, um, so I've been talking about the new site stuff and I've been, you know, referring to it in some of the picks I've been making and, and things like that. And it looks like Monday I have a meeting to take a look at it. It's phase one looks to be complete. I'm not sure if we're going to have that money moves thing or not. I haven't really looked at it. It's not that important. The other tools are way better than that. So you guys, I'm telling you, fantastic. It is state of the art stuff you've never seen before. I promise Stuff that's bigger and better, like the sites that you think are the ultimate source right now. Not, I, I promise. I'm not just blowing smoke. I, when I first saw the stuff that they had, I've been doing this online for you know, 
almost 15 years now, right? And it's like when I saw um, this, this stuff and these products and this, you know, I was like, I've never, ever seen this before. I've never seen this before. And it's like I've never seen anything remotely close. Um, the stuff that I'm using, you know, out on the Internet, the stuff that I use to cap games, when people ask you, hey, what do you use? What, you know, what stuff do you use? This is better than anything I use. I'll tell you that much. It's way better. And um, I'll tell you who also, also said the same thing, who also um, saw the same stuff that I saw was Big Al. And he said the exact same thing. And he's been around even longer than me, a lot longer. And he's, been, he's worked with everybody. He was back on the old Jim Feist TV show. Remember that, Brian? Was that before your time? I remember that. They used to have a TV show on regular TV. It was Feist, Big Al, Spritzer. They had uh, Koken was on the show. Right? I think you're missing one guy. Yeah, I'm definitely missing somebody. It was Jim Feist was the, was the anchor. Big Al was like, he had won the Hilton, I think, like back then. So he was like big gun. I only know like a few people that have won the Hilton. It's like lately, it's like none, no professional cappers win the Hilton. It's like the World Series of Poker, like where they have this run of amateurs, right, that win. A lot of luck involved because once again, the picks have to be in early. They don't, it's not even the Hilton anymore. It's the Westgate. Um, anyway, Sean Nolan's getting a start here for the Washington Nationals up against Marcus Stroman. 12 10 start. The Mets have had more canceled games than any other team. It's just an amazing thing. But they are uh, letting it all get away from them. JT Brubaker and Wade LeBlanc in Pittsburgh. And Ranger Suarez up against the Dodgers. The Phillies really looking sad. Bunch of losers. Bunch of losers. That must be because I've been riding the I was against them the last three. They lost. <laughs> then I go on them and they lose two more. We'll go one more. We'll go the A's and the Indians. I mean, the A's put in. I mean, the Indians put in. Um, God, what's his name? Every time they put this guy in, he's never held the lead. I, every time I've watched him all season long. And uh, they put him in last night. Sure enough, blow the lead. Anyways, Eli Morgan hasn't been bad. Plus 155. Kind of like, um, but the Indians, the A's have just absolutely owned the Indians. I think this is going to be under nine and a half. It's going to be my pick there. And then uh, I think the Pirates Cardinals is interesting, but the Pirates are playing so bad. And Brubaker just gets hammered by the Cardinals. He's lost three in a row to them. It's like, ugh. Rod, what do you think of this? Shaw is that pitcher for Cleveland. (laughs) He stinks. Wonder what his inherited runners looks like. (laughs) Well, in in Oakland and the Indians, I went. Yeah, I like the under now. Nine is about the number of uh, the runs we're lucky to see in that game. So they're getting we're getting a half run in that one. So uh, I like the under nine and a half in that one, and I like the over in the Nationals and the Mets. 
for uh, three rounds. And with uh, Buddy starting there, he hasn't. He hasn't. Sean Nolan hasn't started. Went four years, five years. He could start. <laughs> it's gonna be rough. Uh, I like the over over six and a half in that one. In the seven inning shortened game. One over, one under. Staying away from the Cardinals and Pittsburgh and the Dodgers and Philly. Philly is awful, but Suarez isn't isn't horrible. Rod's internet sounds like he's drunk. You probably got a Dodgers hat on. <laughs> I'm going to take the Phillies. I, actually, yeah, I'm going to take the Phillies. I think Phillies on the Dodgers. So I'm not going to on your own home because the line wasn't officially out early enough for me. But Ranger Suarez only goes three innings, and then you turn it over to that Phillies bullpen with these Dodgers hitters. It's tough. So. Hey, hey, Brian, how do you like this promotion? Follow all three of us on Twitter. I'll give you a week of free consensus report. Oh, it sounds like a good idea. When should we do it? Bye-bye. Maybe do it um, next week, right? For yeah. Week two of NFL preseason. Yeah, let's run it for the entire NFL preseason. See if we can each get over uh, 10,000 followers or something. Oh, that's, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, we have 2.7 million people that watch our YouTube channel every month. So I'm going to guess that we can get there. <laughs> it's not gonna take that much to move the needle. That's the beauty. That's that's the beauty of having bulk audience like that. Is that, um, I mean, we did all those promotions and you know the, the Christmas and July and everything. I never even sent an email. It's terrible. But our new partners are really big on all that stuff and all kinds of on promotions and contests and I, I mean, you guys are gonna love these guys. I, I think I'm gonna have them on. And. Um, I think you guys are really gonna like this. I think I'll I think I'll have I think I'll have them on the show at some point. Just to talk about like what their vision is for pick dogs. I think you guys will really like it. It's refreshing. It'll be less me talking. Just throwing it out there. Anyways. Brian, did you give out the pirates yet? Nope. In the land of the, in the times of the, in the times of Captain Obvious picks, because that's the times we are in right now. I'm going to go with the Oakland A's. Uh, much better starting pitcher on the mound than they've owned the Indians. That's the Al Nino's theory right there. He always says better starting pitcher. It's like starting pitchers go like five innings. You know, hey, uh, hey, he's going to he's going to really kick ass this month. Just, just look I mean, there's him. there's a handful of starters that go like seven. Right, like Adam Wainwright again went the distance last night. Our comeback player. Uh, it's Manea, right, for the opening. No, it's Bassett. No, it's Bassett. Well, he's another. He's just like Manea. He's good for six, seven strong innings. Yeah, no, he's he's. They're they're low in the pitch count, guys, because they put the ball over the plate. If you put the ball yeah, over I think the plate, play the White Sox are going to take him out. We, we did that stat on Greg Maddox was it last week. His entire career, twenty. 1,500 batters faced. 310 saw a 3-0 count. And 185 of those were intentional walks. I mean, 
<laughs> if you throw the ball over the plate and you have decent stuff, you can get deep into games, right? And that's pretty much what it's all about. So uh, I lean to the A's, but my better free pick and one of the few sharp plays or non-square plays are going to hit today. Pittsburgh Pirates, I think, get a, a W. Brubaker got blown up last time out, but let's remember the Cardinals are just 25 and 31 on the road, and they've got no ace on the mound tonight, that's for sure. Pirates, losers, the seventh straight. Too many people humping the St. Louis Cardinals here. I'll take the Pirates at home. All right. We got the Cubs and the Brewers. The Cubs have really laid down. I mean, they have really laying down. You know, they've taken laying down to a whole new level. Kyle Hendricks going here. He's got to be playing. You nailed something. that yesterday, the Brewers. You said like minus 10 or something. Yeah. I mean, why not? They're not even, if they're not going to show up, then why bother? And Corbin Burns, with, with the DeGrom injuries, he's got a shot at the Cy Young here. I have to believe that. Who, who's, who are the National League Cy Young guys? Like after DeGrom, right? It's got to be Corbin Burns. Who else can it be? Unless you go out to L.A., Walker Bueller. Yeah, Bueller. Bueller's having a really good year. So you have mm-hmm. Walker Bueller. You have Brazil better than Burns? Release the hounds. This year, this year yeah. <laughs> He's better than Corbin Burns? Oh, for sure. Walker Bueller is? I don't think so. Burns filthy. Do you see him? Yeah. Dominates out there, man. Let's look at the numbers. I always like to look at the numbers. They kind of tell the story sometimes. They always tell the story sometimes. Walker Bueller has 12 wins. That doesn't mean anything these days. So in the National League, the ERA guy, the ERA leader is... Oof. Well, we know who's on the wrong end of it. So Walker Bueller has the best ERA, followed by Woodruff and Burns. So Burns is 2.23, Bueller 2.13. Burns is 7-4, and four, Bueller's 12-2. and two. Uh, Burns has only given up 91 hits. Bueller's given up 100. Man, it's close. Bueller's given it's up 13 close. home runs, and Burns has only given up five home runs. Man, it's tight. It's going to be tight. Burns has got him on strikeouts, too. He averages almost four more strikeouts a game than Bueller. It's going to be close. It's going to be real close. But I would say that at this point, it's it's Bueller, and then the next three ranked pitchers are all Brewers: Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta. When you go by ERA, and then it and then Gausman, who's also going to get some votes, and Wheeler, who should get some votes too. Anyways, all right, get back to it. Back, to, we can get back to the game, <laughs> to the picks. But uh, Woodruff and Hendricks. Then we got the Mets and the Nationals. These guys, they, the Mets, you could just pretty much can't count on their games being canceled. I mean, then you got the Orioles and the Tigers. Tigers, Miggy, number 499 yesterday. And uh, then you got the Rays and the Red Sox. Now, 
that game at Fenway, when you look at the score, which was right, 20. 20 to 8. 20 to 8. But, <laughs> but it was, it was like 20 to nothing. 20 it, to nothing. It was something like right? that. They scored like eight runs in the ninth inning, the Rays. They were smashing it over the fence. I don't, I, the Rays are not the type of team that's, oh, we lost by 20 yesterday. There's not that team. Very dangerous here. And, uh, Brian, you going to take the Cubs against the Brewers? Take a shot. Yeah, you know what? I am taking the Cubs today because if they are going to win a game, it's probably going to be today. Brewers fat and happy. Cubs lost 9 of 10. Hendricks is on the mound. Their best pitcher is 13 and 4. Uh, with a 1.27 whip, Woodruff is only 7 and 6. Brewers just don't score a lot of runs for them. Don't uh, give them a lot of run support. I just think the Cubs catch them with their pants down today. And, uh, like I said, it is Captain Obvious time of year, but I think the Cubs get uh, a rare win. And I'll take the Baltimore Orioles laying minus 140. I think the juice is high for a reason. John Means has been pretty dominant this season around a 2.89 ERA. Uh, I think he can get the Baltimore Orioles back on track. They've cost me two. I've lost two in a row with the Orioles, but this time I'm going a little lighter on them. Rod? Everybody, I agree. I'm going to take a shot here with the Cubs as well. Um, Hendricks, he, 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 he's, been, he's been solid. So uh, I'll take a shot here with, Hen, with, with Hendricks. Woodruff, 0-2 with a 3.44 ERA, his last three. So uh, if, if the Cubs are going to win, steal one, this is the game to do it. So uh, I'm with Bittler. I'll take a light little 50 bucks on uh, the Cubs to uh, steal this game. So give me the Cubs. And I like the over in uh, the Nationals and Mets game, too. Uh, I like both games to go over. Uh, I think we see a whole pile of runs, Mets and Nationals today, if they get the games in. The two I like. I like the Brewers to absolutely murder the Cubs in this one. Um, I've been just killing them all series, and I think they're going to kill them again. The Cubs have no answers in the batting lineup, and that's the problem here, that if you don't score any runs, you're not going to win the game. And Woodruff, yeah, he gave up a couple runs there, but that was against a, a Braves team that we know played really hard in that Milwaukee series. We talked about it. The other one that he gave up the three runs in seven innings on five hits, that was against the White Sox. And, um, you know, the last time out, six hits, one run allowed, eight strikeouts against the San Francisco Giants. The one run was a home run on 104 pitches. I don't think there's any shame in any of those outings. And when you're facing off against, you know, the third-string triple-A team of the Cubs, I like my chances here with a guy with a 2.23 season ERA. Um, I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers here. I, I think uh, I think it's a people the safe bet. I love it when people ask what's a safe It's my safe bet. <laughs> Nothing safe about a minus one ninety. <laughs> Trust me on that one. It's like because you got a lot of people understand that. Like outside of there's there's probability, but then there's also risk return, right? So it's like you know they, there's probability, but then there's the risk return on that. And what people don't understand or what they seem to discount, right? So the reason why um, Bittler's picks can be. Um, can be not popular, right? And my, my football picks are sometimes not that popular. I think they're popular with with our with with our hardcore football crowd. 
you know, that will be back, right? But they're not popular with the rah-rah, right? The guys, the rah-rah, those guys are at the other channels, right? <laughs> you know, it's like those guys are at the other YouTube channels. It's like we're not going to get the favorite in the over here, you know, in football. It's just not going to happen. And, you know, it's just not, that's not how I roll. It's not how Brian rolls. Rod, Rod can go that way sometimes. He'll change the hat to the Chiefs or whatever. We, we, we know that, right? That's, that's, I think I, NFL, I usually have one team that I always get hooked with, and I'm like, oh, no. Rod will go on a team, right? And he always has the Bills kicker, right? It's always a, with the Bills kicker. You know, it's like, yeah. eh, but I got the, just in case, I got my bills over here, you know? It's like, and then all of a sudden it's like, you get into like, the bills are like 12 and two. It's like, Bill's Mafia, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Bill's Mafia, bro. <laughs> he's got his, he's got his, his license plate out. Bill's Mafia. You can also go to the Seahawks if they're playing good too, because there's another. I'm in that end of the country that we're this end of the this end of Canada. We all like enamored of this, the the Seattle Seahawks because that's 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 what <laughs> that's, our local that's team is. For us. I get everything. I get I get everything Seattle Seahawks. I even get their they have an after show on Sundays. It's like an hour long. They get right in there and it's like holy local. We're, we're Seahawks, 49ers, and any team that has Marcus Mariota. But now with Tua, um, I'm not sure if like he'll get the Marcus Mariota treatment or not. He didn't really get it last year as much, but we'll have to see. You know, we'll have to see if he gets it. But it's like they'll interrupt programming for a Marcus Mariota completion. It's like Marcus Mariota has just completed a six-yard pass. We get back to your regular programming. You're guaranteed Seattle. Seattle everywhere. Love some Marcus Mariota. Love, 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 love him. Any of other games here, Rod? No, those are the two I like. Cubs, over. How about Trevor you, you Williams? You're at the point where you were giving out a pick, Mitch. Oh, I'm taking Washington in game two with Eric Fede against Trevor Williams. I just can't help myself. I have to bet against Trevor Williams. And if he's minus 175, then all the more reason to bet against them. I'm sorry. He's not a minus 175 pitcher. He's a plus 175 pitcher. And if I can get plus 160 on anybody against him, um, I'm going to take him. I would take the Cubs at plus 160 against Trevor Williams. That's how freaking bad that guy is. He stinks. What are Williams' number that justifies a minus 175 number on him? It's not really the pitcher, it's the team in a must-win spot against a a team that's big. Yeah, but 4.1 innings pitched, 7 hits, 6 runs, 5 earned, 3 strikeouts, 2 bombs. 5 innings, 10 hits, 6 runs, 6 earned, 3 walks, 2 bombs. 6 innings, 5 hits, 5 runs, 5 earned, 6 strikeouts, 3 walks, 3 bombs. I don't know. I don't like the way this is looking. Five point oh six ERA. Yeah, it's gonna get hit hard, extremely hard. Now, remind me to put that one in my parlay. Over. Remind me to put that. It's seven inning. So 
Over. It was six and a half, and they, they even the books like, oh, we better put this up to seven. Williams is in there. <laughs> Ra- Rangers against the Mariners, the Reds against the Braves, and uh, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. White Sox and Yankees in the cornfield. Brian, what do you think of this cornfield game? Oh, I'm excited to take a look at it. It should be uh, fun to watch. For me in that game, if, uh, out of that slot, I'm taking the Chicago White Sox minus one and a half. It's super square, but uh, the squares win once in a while. White Sox probably had this game circled. Uh, Lance Lynn, tremendous pitcher. Well, they rested Robert, Moncada. <laughs> they scratched so Lance Lynn. If, if Vegas is ever going to give you a, a W here, I think this is the spot where you go big on the White Sox and lay the run line. So Chicago's it's, my only it's a rare Bittler Heaney fade. <laughs> I think I faded him last time he started. It's a rare Bittler Heaney fade. It's a, I'm not saying never. I'm just saying rare. You're not. A, you're, you're a Heaney guy. Rod, you see anything you like here? Yeah. Definitely not enamored with that uh, slot. Slot. <laughs> nice slot. <laughs> Anyone enamored with hitting the thumbs up? Hit the thumbs up, guys. Helps. I don't know how many we got. I don't even check, but I like saying it. I think we got four thumbs up and a mom like. Four thumbs up and a mom like. Great radio show. <laughs> mom comment. Can I get a mom comment? You got a, Your mom's still alive, right, Brian? Throw us yep. a, yep. a bone. Yeah. Uh, she's usually out doing her gardening this time of day. I'll have to get her to like. <laughs> My mother was never like the the coddling type, you know. <laughs> like. My mother, my mother was always looking for a job for me. She was trying to find me employment. Whatever I did, it's, like, it's never. Here the post office. Here. Oh, man. <laughs> she would never smash the like. I'll tell you that. She'd be the thumbs down. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> my, mom, my mom would have given the thumbs up. My mom would. No way. She would have been giving the thumbs up. She would have sit there about this time of day. She would have been drinking her coffee. For sure, she would have given the thumbs up. <laughs> My mother would get like four minutes in. She's like, I heard enough of this crap. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Angels here against the Blue Jays. Um, like, oh, it's not in the slot. I don't love this slot either. I kind of like that under in the Braves-Reds game. With Vladdy and um, and Mueller. It would have gone under last night, except it went extras. You know? Joey Bats. Um, Joey Bats with the home run with, with in the ninth inning. You know, for the Reds to get it to extras and to hit that over. But I'm excited yeah, to yeah, watch yeah, I'm excited to watch that game from Iowa. I am. I'll have it on one of the I'll have probably have it on the big T V and have the NFL on on the small TVs. But we've got uh, the Angels and the Blue Jays, Otani and Barrios. Taylor You're an Otani guy today, huh? I am an Otani guy today. 
I am. I I think it's I think it's a great day to fade the fade the Jays. I, I do. Taylor Widener has got a job with the Diamondbacks, still with the varsity, plus two hundred against you Darvish, who's kind of struggling lately. And then I'm sure Brian's got the Rockies circled. Herman Marquez up against Logan Webb, and the Giants not. They don't. It, it doesn't always look pretty, but they get it done. Now thirty-two games over five hundred with the with the Dodgers. You know, pounding the Phillies, they've gained zero on the Giants. In uh, the Dodgers will catch. No, uh, when and how? Um, the Giants have all those head-to-heads with the Padres coming up. But you think the Padres are going to take them down with that pitching staff? Oh no, not Weathers. <laughs> It'll be Weathers. <laughs> Not Weathers. Not Blake Snell. I like the Angels here. I like Shohei up against uh, up against the Jays. The Jays have had some fun out here. I loved them yesterday with Manoa, but um, I gave it on the drive through the minus the big super run line and all that other stuff. But I think in this one, I think the Angels win this one. I think Barrios is, to me, the most overrated, underachieving pitcher in, out there. Not the most, but he's on the list. He's on the list. He's a guy that really has never put it together. High expectations, high, high draft choice on my list of players, right? He's on that list of guys. And everyone knows what list this is. The players drafted ahead of Mike Trout list, right? Zach Wheeler, Jose Barrios, right? And I'll take Trout. You know, over him. And as, as, even on the injured list, I take Trout over him. And Barrios is a guy that he has quality stuff. He is a good pitcher. He has never stepped it up to be that number one overall guy that you need if you're going to draft this guy over Trout. And I think that, um, you know, and that's why the Twins were willing to part with him because they, they felt that he had topped out, and this is as good as he's ever going to be. You don't trade the next Sandy Koufax, right? It's like, this is as good as he's going to be. You know, he's never going to get over that hump. He's never going to be able to avoid that big inning. The, you know, it's just not going to happen for him. And I think here in Anaheim, I think he pays the price. I think the Angels beat him. So you're taking the outfielder that's pitching? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I am. <laughs> Who, do you, who would you rather have, Brian? Wheeler or Barrios? Wheeler. Exactly. Who would you rather have, Mike Trout or Barrios? Oh, Mike Trout. Exactly. Mike Trout hasn't played for half the season. Who else was in that draft? Carlos Carrasco. Carlos Carrasco or Barrios? Oh, Barrios all day. Over Carrasco was number one overall in that draft. Yeah, the Phillies took Anyway, in that time frame, I'm going to go with, uh, if it's my turn, I'm just going to skip whoever. I'm going to take the Colorado <laughs> on the money line with Herman Marquez starting. 3.42 ERA, pitching in Colorado. 1.13 whip for Marquez, Giants. You know, oh, I, got my year, I got my years all mixed up. Barrios wasn't in the trout draft. It was Wheeler. It was Tyler Matzek and Drew Storen and Mike Leake. 
Mike Miner, Zach Wheeler, sixth overall. Take the Rockies for an easy winner today. Steven Strasburg was the number one in the Mike Trout draft. Not Carrasco. Carrasco is number one in the Burrios draft. Shelby Miller was taken ahead of Mike Trout. So was Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson or Mike Trout? Who would you rather have, Brian? Mike Trout. (laughs) Shelby Miller? Shelby Miller or Mike Trout? Shelby Miller. A.J. Pollock or Mike Trout? (laughs) A.J. Pollock. How do you blow that one? How do you miss that, you know? It's like, how in the hell do you miss that? Do you start questioning when you take Grant Green at 13th overall? Do you start to question that? You know, like, you know, how did this guy miss so badly? Matt Hobgood was fifth overall. Tony Sanchez, fourth overall. Dustin Ackley and Donovan Tate, all top five picks that year. Rod, who do you got? Did you give out your picks here? No, for me in this in that time slot, I like the under in the Jays and the the Angels. You look, the Jays are eight one and one their last ten road games uh, to the under. So we're gonna take the under uh, in that one. And you look, Otani, they're uh, he's six and zero oh to the under. His last six starts with uh, seven days rest between uh, him pitching. So uh, I like a lower scoring game. We seen all pile of runs yesterday. We're gonna take the under in this one. Uh, I like the under in that one, and I think the Giants kicked the snot out of the Rockies. The Rockies on the road are just awful. I think Herman is pitching. Giants blow out the Rockies. Wow, this could be the most underachieving first round draft I've I've ever seen. The the Barrios year. Holy smokes. Correa was first. Byron Buxton, Zanino, Kevin Gausman, Kyle Zimmer. Then Albert Omora was taken sixth. Max Fried, seventh. Heaney was ninth. Addison Russell, 11th. Ugh. Whew. Tyler Naquin was 15th. Giolito, 16th. Waka was 19th. Lucas Sims, 21st. Marcus Stroman, 22nd. I don't know, man. Just not feeling it. Jose Barrios, 32nd. So actually, when you look at all the guys that were drafted at him, maybe he wasn't that bad of a pick. He was like the second best player in the draft. Well, behind Correa. And Heaney. So he's third. But Heaney goes to the White Sox next year. It's not out of the realm. Lance McCullers Jr. was in that draft. Jesse Winker. Second rounder. Alex Wood. Parlay time. Who you got? I got the Nationals in part of mine in game two. I know that much. Rod, who you got? For me, I'm going to take the Phillies. On the money line, Cubs on the money line, and the Giants on the run line. Probably those three up today. 
Oh, we're doing the VIP show right after this show. So we'll do the premium, and then we'll send that out, and then we're going to do the VIP right after that. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Brian. Yep, I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Pirates on the money line, the Chicago Cubs on the money line, and the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Three-game parlay. Lately, I've been doing two, but today I'm doing three. I like those three. Gee, thanks for uh, the treat there, Brian. I'd even throw in the Rockies if you're feeling ballsy. I'm taking the Ro- I'm taking the Nationals game two, Fed a plus 160. I would consider the reverse run line in that game as well against Trevor Williams. I'm offended by minus 175 on Trevor Williams. That's taking this square money just too far. That's whole square favorite thing. That's going way, way. They've crossed lines there. Taking the Nationals. I'm going to parlay them up with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Taylor Widener. And uh, the under in the Reds-Braves game. Reverse run line is when a team is favored by taking the underdog to win by at least a run and a half. Is the reverse run line. It's called going for the big payout. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. Like I said, premium um, video and then shortly thereafter a VIP show. So all coming up right now for early show. Thanks everyone for joining us. Have a great day. Uh, We appreciate each and every one of you. Be sure to hit the thumbs up. Let's make it a winning day. I'm going to try like crazy to act more professional tomorrow. I'm really going to apply myself. Have a great day.